Hey, welcome to A Little Better. My name's Daniel. I'll be your host today on the podcast. We really have three segments that we talk through. Reasons we don't read the Bible, but we read other books. How we can stir up our motivation to read the Bible. And if we do, what the good life looks like for us through reading God's book. Remember, our goal on the podcast is to know Jesus better and by the power of his spirit, do better. So together we can be a little better. Hey, welcome to A Little Better, episode number 60, and Oof. the second week in getting to know your Bible. Drew, you delivered the talk this week. Give us your sermon in 60 seconds. Uh, I talked about two things, the makeup of the Bible and uh, how to approach the Bible. So the Bible's a unique book. You know, I think someone in pre-preach said it was a library of books. And so 66 books that make up one book, and it's all uh, breathed by God. And there's this divine partnership between humanity and the Holy Spirit that breathe God's words on a page. And then we talked about how to read it, just to simply get in a rhythm of reading, make observations um, uh, to apply it, and then um, apply it to your life, and then remember what it took to, to get it to us. And so, yeah, I think that's that's it. That's good. I think that was under Excellent. 60 seconds. That was like 20 seconds. So I mean, fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> fantastic. Yeah, and if you're listening to this as these release, um, you know, we are doing two equip book clubs in the winter. Like, I think it's the first week of December, first full week of December, at least when these release. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're doing two books, one about trusting the Bible, one about diving into the Bible. Yep. So you can kind of see that this pairing together, right? And so yep. um, so you can register with those on um, NorthridgeEquip.com. Go to iWant.info if you're listening to this as this releases. And so, Drew, you talked a lot about, um, and you even showed this amazing Desiring God video at John Piper about um, just, you know, that God wrote a book, the motivation to just get in the Bible. Uh, even in your opener and all throughout, you talked about that motivation to get into God's Word. Um, what is the reason that we are more motivated um, to read other things you know you, there's top sellers like and even long series these really thick books that we as a culture read um and we don't get into the bible god's book more you know you mentioned things like the series of harry potter lord of the rings the hobbit chronicles of narnia like all mm-hmm. these things like we we read these things or self-help books yeah you self-help too. books yeah. Or, or you know if you if you just you know, search the top 10 most sold books. Like there's even series like Divergent and just these long series that take up a whole shelf mm-hmm. of, of our book space. And we got a book that God wrote that we don't read. What, what, what's, what's going on with that? I think there's a lot of reasons. I think at the, like the crutch of it, I think some of it is just our flesh. And so when I say flesh, our sinful nature doesn't want, things of God, right? Mm -hmm. So I think that's the first battle you got to get over is just like there's this spiritual battle going on for your soul and for your heart and for your Mm -hmm. mind and your attention. And so I I think there's a battle waging um, for that. And so I think we have to push through that battle. Um, I also think, you know, to like break the norm, like if you, there are times where you don't feel like reading your Bible. I just want you to understand everybody feels that, right? Like you are not some horrible person or terrible Christian. Like, Hey, anything that requires discipline and rhythm mm-hmm. is hard. It's difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think, number one, the reason why we don't read our Bibles is because there's a spiritual battle going on for mm-hmm. our attention and our heart. Secondly, mm-hmm. I think we just like 
other things better yeah. or are more entertained by yeah. other I, things. I don't think it's unrelated, right? It's what yeah. what does our heart want? My my heart wants pleasure. My mm-hmm. heart wants to be entertained. Yeah. You know, so some of these other books are crafted for entertainment or I want instant success, mm. right? It's just mm-hmm. like, and I can go to the Bible with either of those motivations, right? And, you know, sometimes it is entertaining, yep. right? You know, you'll... Tell the, you know, there's a David and Goliath, right? I mean, there's some exciting stories in there. Mm. Or there are things you're know, reading Proverbs and you know, getting getting some advice I can put to work right away. Yeah. I think even like just to just jump in here, I think sometimes we have a wrong lens that we are trying to read the Bible through. Like, I need my nugget for the day. <clears throat> like, yeah. you know, and and you kind of talked about in your message that the Bible is meant to be applied, and that's a hundred percent factual. But there's gonna be days if you're in sections of Bible reading that it's like <laughs> Um, not really sure what to do with that. Like, in, because there's the, you're mm-hmm. in part of the story, which we're yeah. gonna get into actually next week. Like, what's the major story arc of the Bible? But um, like it's there's days where you're like, I don't really know what to do with this, mm-hmm. and, and that's okay. And I think some of that is like the simplicity of going to a, a book, knowing what you're gonna get. Yeah, right. Like, so I think a, a lot of the reasons why we read other books is because hey. I'm struggling with my business, and this book says how to how to become a successful business right, leader. Yeah. I know what I'm going to get. When yeah. you open the Bible, it, it, there's it's not like there's subheadings of like, oh, this is the business section, and this is the leadership section, and this is like the parenting section. It's at some level, it'd almost be easier if it was that regard. <laughs> like it sure. really would be. It's not an encyclopedia. Yeah, you know, it's not yeah. a reference book. But I think that's a really good point because I I don't remember like a chapter of Harry Potter where I said. I have no idea why this chapter is in here, right? Mm-hmm. It, you yeah. get it. Mm-hmm. Whereas there are parts of the Bible where it's just like, why is this here? You know, what is it trying to do? How is it connected to the whole? And an understanding of the way the Bible works too. I think a lot of people don't understand that the Bible is is not really after. And this might sound like her- heresy, but it's not. I promise. I don't think it is. At you least. promise? We'll be the, we'll be the <laughs> judge we'll, of that. We'll let you know. <laughs> the Bible is all about shaping and molding your heart first, mm-hmm. not pra- practical application to your life now, mm-hmm. right? So some of it is we read the Bible and we don't see what God is doing on the inside of us, mm-hmm. but what we, we want is something on the outside of us to change. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, something on the outside doesn't change until something on the inside changes. Mm-hmm. And the thing about the Bible is it, it penetrates your heart first, right? It softens your heart. It mm-hmm. reveals who God is. It tells you about Jesus. And all those things are in internal workings that we often don't see. It's why we get frustrated. Nothing's changing. Well, it is. You just can't see what's changing right now. Right. Mm. I mean, we can get that from the Bible's own self-stated purpose statements, right? Yeah. Bible is profitable for doctrine. Yep. You know, so we got to know what reality is, yep. you know, for reproof, you know, that's not yeah. a lot of fun, you know, to get in there and get told what's broken and needs to be yeah. fixed. Yeah. Doctrine, reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be thoroughly equipped for every good work, so that you know by the hopefully the end is we're yeah. doing spirit powered, yeah. good kingdom work, right? Yeah. What God made us to do. So um, and remembering the promise of the Bible that when you read it, it says it never returns void. Mm. So like even if you can't see the evidence of what the Bible has done. 
there is evidence. It's just not seeable right now. It will, it will not return void. Let me throw in a random example here. I'm thinking, I'm studying German. You know, we went to Germany last year. We're going to go back to Germany. And, and you think about language study, which I need to do every day. And I don't say every day, you know, there's not an aha moment or thing. It's just, but I know by the cumulative mm. work over that time gets me to the point where I'm now fluent. Mm. You know, I mean, we- Do you want to give us something? Ich habe nur ein bisschen studiert. Ich habe letztes Jahr nach Deutschland gefährt mit meiner Frau. See. <laughs> wow, this is a trilingual podcast. What did you say? I said, I've only learned a little bit, and I traveled to Germany with my wife last year. Oh, so, well, yeah. you well said done. that right before. Well done. Yeah. I was convinced. I'm like, wow, take what he I says. I just thought he was true. saying, you know, sounds. Yeah, it was, it, 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 was, it was fun. But I, yeah, I should anyway. But I'm only saying that to, like, it's going to take time. To, to become mature. Yeah. It's going to time to grow. So. And if you look at writers of like spiritual practices or spiritual disciplines, like there's a, it was a really popular book that came out last year by John Mark Comer, Live No Lies. And he talked about the discipline or the habit of, of Bible reading. Yeah. And he talked about the goal of Bible reading. Um, if you look at how the Bible is used in the Bible, that sounds really weird. But like mm. for example that he used was like the temptation of Jesus in Matthew chapter four, where the Jesus is tempted by Satan in the wilderness when he is physically um, wearied from fasting for 40 days and 40 nights in the desert without food or water, mm -hmm. and he is getting tempted by Satan these three different times. And what Jesus is doing is he quotes scripture. Mm -hmm. at, mm -hmm. You know, he's like, for the scripture sets, for the, he says it over and over again. And he says the goal of our Bible reading and Bible even like memorization, if you memorize scripture, is not that you will know Bible verses but it's actually that you will get to the place in your life where you think Bible verses yeah. in the sense of your mind, as Romans 12, 1 and 2, it says, has been renewed yeah. so much that as like carved these new, mm -hmm. he gets into neuroscience as well of like oh, sure. neural pathways. Yeah. I was just about to get into neuroscience. Are, there, yeah. There's, there's another book thunder. that he cites by uh, a, a psychologist and medical doctor, Kurt Thompson, which he's written other books that I've read called uh, anatomy of the soul, where he talks about the spiritual disciplines and how they actually remap your neural pathways yeah. in your brain. Of they've, they've studied these things that you've done them so much that they've actually, literally, as Paul says, renewed your mind so much where you have just done that. And just it's just the simple act of daily renewing your mind by yeah. getting into God's word until there's other pastors that get into God's word until God's word gets right. into you. The Bible actually says that. It says, I hide God's word in my heart. Yeah. Why? So I don't sin yeah, against so you. That's literally you. the temptation of Jesus, Yeah, mm -hmm. right? That's Jesus living out scripture, right? Like he, he hasn't eaten 40 days, right? We did a, we, we shot this on site in the desert. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, that's the whole point is not necessarily just knowledge, but that knowledge would be a refuter of temptation. It would be just expelling out of you. Yeah. But you can think about the things that used to tempt you that tempt you no longer. Now, I always have in the present tense plenty of things I'm tempted by. There's right, new yeah. ways to grow and to mature new challenges. But I can think about things like as a young man, you know, that really got my attention, but that I don't struggle with as much now. I have different struggles. But that, you know, some of that is just, you know, I just remember... Um, you know, some temptations just being blunted by the fact that um, God, I, 
there's no way God would be happy with this choice. There's mm-hmm. no way that God would be pleased with this. Um, I, you know, and, and that was enough, yeah. you mm-hmm. know, to, yep. to curb a temptation. That's yeah. But that's as you get to know him through the scripture. Right. So, so and, go yeah. ahead. No, you got it. All right. Jinx Pepsi. <laughs> My kids are on that right now. Um, I think going back to the original question, too, another reason why people don't read the Bible as much as other books is they forget. Honestly, I do this all the time, is I just forget how amazing the mm. Bible is, mm. right? It becomes another book. Mm-hmm. It becomes you know, one of the books on my shelves. And so it's so easy to grab another one when it should be like the glowing book on my shelf, yeah. even though it's not. It's just, There's just such a dramatic difference from any other book compared to that book. And I just, I need to be reminded, like that video we watched mm-hmm. on Sunday, I, I, J, I think Jason said this. He's like, I just need to watch that once a month yeah. and just be reminded of uh-huh. what, I, what I have on my phone or in my hands yeah. is so beautiful. Yeah. Yeah, and I would I'll just add one more to just think as we think about this is I think for some people you know I've sat with people and um, just thinking about how in their life the Bible was misused mm-hmm. and and taught to them in a mm-hmm. in an incorrect way which mm-hmm. has given them a tainted view of Scripture and I've constantly tried to direct mm-hmm. people of like it, you need to unconstruct all of that misuse of like of the Bible and just approach God's word as he wrote it, yeah. uh, not how you've been wrongly kind of yeah. guided. And that's the that's some of the the beauty of the Bible, that God has given us his Holy Spirit to help us read it, but then there's some of the travesty of how the Bible's been used throughout history to justify you know, wrong, man's yeah. mm-hmm. sinful behavior. And so if we recap mm-hmm. these uh, of wrong motivations, we can have a, a misunderstanding of what the Bible is, mm-hmm. how it's supposed to be employed in our life, um, other things of like we've forgotten the yeah. beauty of it. What mm-hmm. was the other things that we said? Just we're after the wrong things, yeah. you know. I mean, we really should be after. I love that when John Piper says it's not a picture that hangs on the wall; it's a window that breaks through the wall. Our motivation mm. be is this is how I get to see God. Mm. This is how I get yeah. to experience. That's God. a great segue, Brad, into the next question of like, well done, Brad. We've we've answered we've answered kind of that question, but like, okay. If somebody's like, okay, Drew, how can, and Brad, Daniel, how can I like get my motivation? What are things I can do to uh, spark my motivation, encourage more motivation for for Bible reading? We, we've probably answered some of this, but let's let's talk about that. What, what are ways that I can encourage my motivation forward to read my Bible? I know for me, like we've mentioned it before, but it's what question am I asking, right? And it could be asking the wrong question, like how can I you know, make a million dollars, right? How- <laughs> is that in there? Yeah. Where's that at? <laughs> yeah, so, but, uh, you know, give and receive. But you can read, you know, again, you can read multiple times with different questions. And a lot of, a lot of times is what's life throwing at you, mm. right? You know, like maybe it's been that cancer diagnosis or aging or just, you know, um, these things that bring to the surface eternal values mm-hmm. yeah. and, and eternal significance. So you read it saying, you know, what is truly important? What really lasts? I don't know. But there's, there's you, you, to read with a question, and I guess, I guess maybe I'm fishing here for what do you think are the best questions yeah. to have in mind I, as you read? I think one of the things is like, you know, I talked about this kind of last week in my message. Is like, you know, when when trusting the Bible, we can do one of two things with the data of like, you know, either deny it or say like, no, I want to know the God mm-hmm. who made me, created me, s- sent His Son enough 
that loved me enough to send his son to die for me. Like, mm-hmm. and, and for me, it's like, I want to know God. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. in, in that regard of like, that's the question in my mm-hmm. mind of like, God, I want to know, I want to know you. And you've chosen to reveal yourself to mm-hmm. me primarily. Obviously, your thumbprints right. in creation, on humanity, mm-hmm. um, in so many different things. But your primary way was mm-hmm. your word, your living, active, sharper than a double-edged sword word. And I mm-hmm. want to know you how right. you who you are mm-hmm. how you engage in the world and how you call me to live and so if i keep that in the front of my mind when i'm reading my bible uh, when it can become a checklist it it, mm-hmm. it encourages my motivation and i'll add a second one that came to my mind is like i know for me that what always encourages my bible reading is is talking to other people of how they love the bible and mm-hmm. specifically yeah. my wife you know we you know we're not the the super spiritual household where, you know, I'm preaching every night or anything. But but what Rena and I try to do is we just read the same Like Drew's house. My house, that's of what, course. That's yeah. what Drew's house does, I, I you preach know? at my kids. He's sitting there on the couch. He's like, listen up. They <laughs> love it. They love it. They do. Yeah. Amen, Let me Drew. tell you. Oh, boy. Yeah, but, you know, what Rena and I try to do is we just read the same Bible reading plan, and mm-hmm. then we're like, hey, what did you get out of your Bible reading today? It's and uh, it's just a simple way that we've seen through just our short, you know, five years of marriage that has been most helpful to us to like, you know, do devos. I know there's some couples that they do devos and they're mm-hmm. amazingly spiritual, but we just simply just like, hey, what did God, what did you get out of your Bible reading today? Mm. Um, and so some some days we're like, well, I have not read it yet. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, <laughs> oh, well, that'd be, you need to do that then. Like, you know, whatever the case may be. And that's usually, you know, me, but, um, uh-huh. but in that regard of just like, Hearing how God has spoken to my wife through His Word mm. is always encouraging. Like, man, like, I didn't mm-hmm. even get that. Like, where'd you get that at? Like, show mm-hmm. me theologian. And so it's like, yeah, um, in that good. regard. But those are the two ways. I think know. for me, it's just the impact the Bible's had on my life. Yeah, right. <clears throat> and you know, for many Christians, I think majority of people listening to this is right are probably Christ followers. Is like when you lose that that passion for the Bible, look back at your life and see where you, where you were and where, where you are now. Right. Mm-hmm. And if, if you haven't experienced that, I would challenge you to give the Bible a chance, right? Give the Bible a year mm-hmm. and just write down who you were before you start writing. And a year from now, see how the Bible changes you. Yeah. Right. I, I, I just look at my life and I think of even some of what you, you were talking about earlier, Brad, like the temptations you no longer struggle with mm-hmm. because the word of God is, has refined your heart and mm-hmm. your mind that like something that you would Why easily lead you astray. Yeah. yeah. And now you're like, that is appalling to me. Yeah. That, yeah. that is. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I just, if I look back at, you know, my 29 years of following Jesus, Mm -hmm. I'm a different man, Yeah, right? And I give that credit to God and his Mm -hmm. word. Right. That's amazing. You know, something came to my mind. I think, Brad, you mentioned it weeks ago on the podcast, but uh, pastor of Crossroads, talking about growing, Mm -hmm. uh, he pulls out a journal from like 1980, something like that. And I think, you know, Drew, you you mentioned the kind of the roar method of, Mm -hmm. you know, read, observe, apply, remember. And Mm -hmm. if you journal that, you know, write in the margin of your journal, R-O-A-R, whatever the case would be, and and journal that up and and then keep those in somewhere. You could store it on your phone. And Mm -hmm. when you're feeling discouraged or lack of motivation, go back and like, well, what did God say to me here when yeah. I read this? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know there's other pastors like um, I've heard on podcasts like Chris Hodges, Church of the Highlands in Alabama. Like he talks about after he journals, he has a 10-year journal. I don't know if you've ever seen one of these, but hmm. it's like a simple like two lines. And you, you're supposed to keep that same journal for 10 years. And it's 
365 days and then you go back, but you can see hmm. year over year, like, and he writes a two line statement. Lose it. Like, he, he condenses <laughs> it, right? He condenses it in two lines yeah. and he reads the same Bible reading plan, you know, and he just writes a simple, you know, after he does kind of a page, he condenses it two lines, like one truth that he wants to remember from hmm. God's word. And so he can see year over year for 10 years, like, well, two years ago, this is what I got of it. Last year, this is what I got out of it. And not this year, this is what I'm writing down. And that's just a way to constantly stir up that affection of like, God yeah. has been working. I may not be where I want to be, but man, I'm not where I was. was yeah. And so, and that can just keep you motivated in that regard. 100%. So, what else, Brad? What, what do you think of uh, stirring up our motivations for God and His Word? Oh, I love that long term view. I'm picking up some good pro tips here. Like, I don't think Karen and I have ever been on the same reading plan. I love that. I love that idea, idea. too. Yeah, yeah, to be able to share that. We've had devotional runs that sputter, you know, at times. You know, <laughs> yeah. We'll start it. We're gonna have, but uh, I like that. And uh, also what you said about writing it out. I just know those are the times I, I can, you know, just to record, you know, just those really significant, you know, times. I think the other thing, too, is to, you know, just just realize that you're going in for open heart surgery, mm-hmm. right? So it's not always going to be pleasant. There will be a wounding. There'll be weeping, yeah. right? Because you're just going to say, my heart is so stinking dark. Yeah. You know, how can it ever change? And then you're going to have a lot of companions in the Bible who also mm-hmm. just cry out, you know, for, for yeah. change and see a helplessness in it. But uh, so don't, I mean, but, but no, that that valley is is the path, mm. you know, to what God wants to do in your life. Yeah, that, that reminds me of like, I was, I don't know, there's a book by Ray Lubeck that's kind of like a textbook for undergraduate, like Bible interpretation or the case to be. It's called Reading the Bible for a Change. And there is a one line that I got out of that book that is just stuck with me for years after I read it is, you know, he kind of asked the question, like when we're studying the Bible, we should have one question in our mind. Like there are multiple questions he listed, but this one really resonated with me. He asked like, what is the vision of the good life on the other side of my obedience to this? Wow. Like what is the vision to the good life? Love that. That is on the other side of my obedience. And that, that question has always stuck with me Mm -hmm. in my Bible reading. And especially in hard passages, like where, where we hear Jesus say, you know, if you really want to follow me, die to yourself. Mm-hmm. And like, if you really want to follow me, sell all your possessions. It's like, mm-hmm. like, and just like, what is the vision for that good life of following Jesus of like, you mm-hmm. know, throwing down <laughs> your nets and everything that's rooted, t- tied to you that you are holding so tightly to that you want to say that you're open handed with, but you're like genuinely not open handed with like, and so, yeah, just like, what is that vision mm-hmm. for the good life on the other side of my obedience? And Love so, it. yeah, as we, as we wrap up here, what is one, thing that just stood out to you from our conversation today or one thought you want to leave our listeners with today? I, I, I just, I guess I'm just repeating myself, but it's not about the Bible. It's about God. You mm-hmm. know, it's about Jesus. It's, it's, it's the Bible is the window. It's what we look through. So there's an easy way. I mean, it's, it's easy. It, we're not worshiping the Bible. Mm. You know, we're worshiping God, but the Bible is the way we see him, way we hear him. That's, I mean, as Scraley said, I'm trying to think of like something mm-hmm. so profound. I, mm-hmm. I got 
literally nothing going you on. Say, you, God yes. wrote a book. <laughs> I mean, honestly, you've, like, yeah. You've already just, shared a lot of gems. It's just like, yeah. man, seriously, God, give us, he gave us his revelation. Why, why wouldn't we? Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it's as, honestly as simple as that. God did mm-hmm. write a book. Mm-hmm. And if you want to know God, stop looking in the sky or like, not that that's a bad thing, but like stop wondering what God said and start reading what he already has said. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. I, I'll, I'll leave you with this. It's like, it's about the habit of the pattern of just faithful Bible reading. I think everything we've shared up this podcast and other great resources will lead you closer to God about a good way to study the Bible. But our, our motivation was how do we get you motivated to do that? And so Uh, Others have said it before me, but I'll say, get into God's word until his word gets into you. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of A Little Better. We can't wait to hang out with you again next week. 